do have the power. Ready? Yeah. Boom. Oh! Hello, everyone, and welcome into the banter. Nope. Super exciting episode. We're joined by Brad, Robbie, myself, and as always, ConCon. Hey. ConCon's ConCon. This is the first... Actually, should we, we won't talk about the video okay. until later in the episode, so we okay. can give everyone ample time of spoilers. Okay, that sounds um, good. So if you haven't watched get, it, If you haven't watched watch Connor's it. Break 86, we are going you don't to want talk spoilers, about it. we're going to probably talk about some stuff that will spoil that. Yeah. So don't <clears> listen... <throat> Unless you're ready, but a lot of people watch it, so I think we'll be fine. But before we get into all of that, we got to talk about our sponsors for a second first. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day and day and night to bring you a grooming experience like none other with their brand new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. We're talking about a next generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. You can upgrade your grooming game to the Ultra Sphere this year by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BANTER20. AI is cool and all, but I think this might be the biggest technological advancement the world has ever seen. That's not an overstatement. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for a close shave down there. And that's why I trust Manscaped for all our sensitive areas. Inside the package, you'll find the star of the show the lawnmower 5.0 ultra 5.0. their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next gen skin safe blade heads a standard one for taking safe. a little off the top and top. a new foil blade for going smooth wherever your heart desires and we also have a dual led spotlights in there Spotlight. to provide contrast on multiple skin tones three link setting combs and did i mention this thing's waterproof too so you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code banter20 banter at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code banter20, banter20. over at manscaped.com <laughs> Why you got so much reverb on me, Connor? <laughs> uh, I wish, Hunter, whenever we're done with this, you gotta go back and watch it so you can see what <laughs> Robbie and Brad were doing that whole entire time. Uh, well, you could hear what Brad was doing. I could hear so, Brad. Yeah. I don't know what was going on behind me. I was just trying to be the hype track for it. <laughs> it was working. It was right. working a little great. charade. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, I, uh, I'm waiting for a manscape package to get to my house. I'm out of, I'm out of beard. Nice beard liquidations, and my beard has never been drier. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've ever tried the beard products to be. No, yes, I have, and that just stops for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah. I use the beard stuff in the shower, like because you mm. can. It's like a shampoo. This is going to be. This is probably the best advertisement. These three men have used Manscaped beard products. I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you want to look like? <laughs> <laughs> something, something about there. Uh, Robbie, why don't you tell us about? I think since the last time you were on the banter, you have a new vehicle. I do Ooh, hit him with now. it. Truck Big gang. Truck guy. Uh, How's so it been? It's I immaculate is the best way to describe it. I'm coming from. So I had a Jeep Renegade, which Renegade. is like you're cool enough to be in the Jeep crew, but you're not actually really in the Jeep crew. Like you don't get to do the Jeep wave. I was going to say, did you do the uh, Jeep wave or no? Oh, I did it, but no one did it. I would, never, I would never wave <laughs> it. I would never wave it. It's like, it's weird. Everyone just decided to wave one finger back at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I what's going on. the wave was two fingers. <laughs> Must be a renegade thing. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm 6'3", so that's something a lot of people when they meet me, probably the thing I hear the most is, you're way taller than I thought you were. Yeah. So mm, uh, that's true. when I am in like in the renegade, I've, I didn't really fit. So moving to a truck already huge. And now I don't feel like I have to be a burden on every person in my life who owns a truck when I'm like, Oh yeah. Lindsay wants me to like, I don't know, like get some stuff to fix the backyard or like build uh, raised beds uh, mm-hmm. for plants and whatnot. Now I can just go to Lowe's. I can get some lumber. I can throw in the back of my truck Heck and yeah. then uh, drive it. So yeah, we have a Chevy Silverado. Uh, I call it a Silverado. Why? Because uh, he wears a cowboy hat. I oh. it honestly getting to being a cowboy hat guy when I turned thirty one and then owning a truck now. I just feel like I'm, my ne- I'm buying a ranch next. Um, <laughs> yeah, have you worn? The, are you gonna have go you, like Hidden uh, Valley or like off brand ranch? I. Ooh, I, if you could I have could, a truckload. I am firmly convinced that heaven is the Hidden Valley where ranches. <laughs> make. Uh, like that is where it is. Have you wore the the cowboy hat in the Silverado? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I actually wore a cowboy hat to the wedding to a wedding uh, this past weekend. Oh, heck wow, yeah. you went. Wow, you're going full on. Yeah, I was uh, it like a cowboy hat kind of wedding, or like you the cowboy hat guy there? I so I texted the groom. And I said, hey, I want to wear a cowboy hat to your wedding. Is that okay? (laughs) And he said, absolutely, go for it. And I said, next question, 
I need you to ask your fiance, can I wear a cowboy <laughs> yeah. hat to her wedding? <laughs> and he said, all right, one second. So they came back and she's like, yeah, she's cool with it. I said, Great. Now I'm going to ask my wife <laughs> I would have with her. Say, to I already got permission up. from the bride. Look, I already got permission from everyone else I need. It's just up to you now. Yeah, it's just up to you if you want to take pictures with me in this. <laughs> that is so funny. Lindsay's a sport. So, I went yeah. to a wedding in Colorado. One, I was naive to the fact that rednecks exist all over the world. Okay. Interesting. Because I'm, so I'm from, uh, uh, I'm from outside of Charlotte area of North Carolina from a town called Union County. And it's just in the middle of a bunch of cornfields. My middle school was literally in the middle of cornfields, um, just a building in the middle of cornfields. And um, so I like grew up in like redneck town. And so I thought I knew what redneck was. And then I went to Durango, Colorado. And those people are like real rednecks, as in like, like they are real farmers. Mm. Like not like they just herd cattle all day like there's just these guys that are in high school that like their job is they just go herd cattle instead of going to high school and um they were awesome some of the nicest people i ever met and so the redneck uh the redneck community is strong it's all over the u.s and i'm, I'm proud of that but i went to this wedding there's a beautiful wedding in like this really nice this really pretty uh venue and everything uh, just like a bunch of like grass and like a little like pond and the mountains in the background. Everybody's wearing a cowboy hat, like not like a trendy cowboy hat, but like full like like the cowboy hat yeah. that you wear. Like it's like yeah, a real yeah, a nice cowboy Stetson. hat, and go. it's because they are all cowboys. And That's I, what I was gonna say. I think you're not describing rednecks. You're describing cowboys. Yeah, yeah. There's See, a difference. And sorry for any Hunter, cowboys he just offended. No, no. no, no, no. Here's the thing. Yeah. Hunter and I have realized that we have different ter- we have different understandings of the word redneck. To me, redneck is not like a belittling phrase. It's not, it, it is like a, like, it's just like a type of person. There's nothing wrong with being redneck in my head. There was like, when it, growing up, me and my dad would do things and we'd be like, that's really redneck, but it'd be like out of pride. We'd be like, I'm proud of how we yeah. just found a way to make this thing work out of nothing. Like that's, like redneck was, is like fine to me. Well, and well, like, yeah, like the context that. was supposed to be right. Like they're called rednecks because they've been out in the sun working and yeah. Their neck is literally red. Like, yeah, I guess I think, that makes sense. I think redneck is like southern country. Southern country like back road is redneck. Cowboy is like like Midwest country, raise cattle. Like you have some cowboys out here, but those are like the big farms. Like to be a cowboy John Chris used to do the uh is he like all hat Probably no like, cattle. Cut it off, Hunter, cut it off. <laughs> like all hat no cattle. Oh, I was saying, he, he said we have cowboys out here, and I pointed at me, and then he goes, yeah, like ones that own like a bunch of land and all that, and I was like, oh, that's not Because <laughs> John Chris would post a picture on his story, and basically be like, is he all hat, no cattle, or is he a real cowboy? Mm. See, all I, hat. I, I think coming from the north, maybe, redneck has a derogatory for that's, me a derogatory I understand that for most people it does because uh, we did plenty of like we would say like that's very country of us versus like redneck that's mm. what we would say so I think that and if you called someone a redneck it means like they were trashy from where I'm mm. from I get that I don't I, I'm more with you guys I like I aspire to be as redneck as possible that's like <laughs> where I want to be in my life and I feel like cowboys are like the knights of the rednecks <laughs> now that I like a lot see uh, I would say Rednecks, cowboy, all country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rednecks, I feel like, would want to be cowboys. Rednecks are almost posers in a certain extent. I, like, if you gave them the opportunity to be a cowboy, they would be. Mm. But they don't have the, like, the they don't have the farm, the, the cattle, yeah. all of that. Well, I think so, like, the difference they're is... Just, they're just, like, hardcore country. They want to live the lifestyle, but they don't have the means or ability to have like the actual yeah life. so rednecks are a little bit more oh. wild cowboys are a little more put together we got a job to do we're gonna get up sun up to sundown and get like, out there like you it. want your daughter to date a cowboy you don't want your daughter to date a redneck great point yes yeah. i would agree I with that now see i i would say uh, uh i'm gonna throw a third word into the mix here go ahead go for it be ready to be but it's Uh, you guys don't know if i said it or not (laughs) uh yeah no it's hillbilly yes yeah so i i think that like hillbilly from the south 
your like redneck doesn't necessarily have a derogatory like mm-hmm. vibe to it because we would be like, oh, dude, that dude's a hillbilly. Like, yeah, that is. yeah, yeah, you're right. But I, I think, think that's from the, the full north, scope. You're probably like in the north when you hear hillbilly. You're like thinking Beverly Hills hillbillies. Uh, and no, in yeah, the, the no- north is California. <laughs> in, in the north, when we hear hillbilly, it's funny. You like jump. It's like you don't want to be a redneck, but you like really aspire to be a hillbilly. Because that <laughs> really? in, in my in my head, a hillbilly is like they're in the mountains of Appalachia. They're like I have a cabin up on a hill. They're out yeah. on their porch playing a banjo. Mm. They're making homemade cornbread. And they're like just chilling like. Hey, Cletus, we're about to go outside and shoot some snakes down by the creek. But hillbillies like only speak mountain. If you hear the banjo, you've gone too far. That's true. That's the phrase around here. I had a band in high school that we had a banjo in, so I always found that very offensive. (laughs) Well, basically, yeah, because that means if you you hear the banjo, you're on a property you shouldn't be on, and there's about to be a shotgun. I disagree. I think if you hear a banjo, you're like, this is about to be a good time. There's a banjo playing. Let's test it. Let's go drive, and if you start hearing a banjo playing, I'm going to turn around. You keep going and see if you're met with a shotgun. Listen, man, the banjo is a beautiful instrument. I don't like that it gets a bad rap. The shotgun's a beautiful instrument. The The shotgun is also a beautiful instrument. It's not the banjo that gets the bad rap. It's if you're in the middle of the woods and you hear a banjo, there's a solid chance you don't want to mess with the person on the other end of that banjo. If I'm in the middle of the woods and I hear a banjo, I think there's like a really nice like, family. There's like, hear, where's the, why is there a banjo here? I think there's a, there's a really nice family. I love it. There's a really nice family who is in a four piece bluegrass band and they've done it together and they're sitting on their porch and they're playing bluegrass and I want to go join them. Yeah, but then you walk up and they don't know you're coming. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would not blue. come unannounced. That's I would not what I'm saying. If you hear a banjo, you've gone too far. I would. Because that means like you're driving. I'll take out my harmonica that I always carry in my pocket. That's but, not true, but, but I'm going to start doing you. it. They would shoot you because they think you're reaching for a gun. Yeah. No, I'm, you I'm pull not. Up, you pull up, you're like, hey, guys. I'm not visible yet. I'm not visible yet. Oh, okay. even worse. No, in a no, ghillie suit. No, here's you're what's invisible. happening, all right? <laughs> I'm floating... I'm floating down the creek on my kayak. Are you okay? Ron Weasley in this? Do you have the cloak of invisibility? I am always Ron Weasley. Okay. Um, I so I'm floating down the creek in my kayak. Okay, in the middle of nowhere, and then I hear banjo. All right. Then I immediately because I can't see them. They probably can't see me either. So I'm taking out my harmonica. How are you I'm invisible just, again? I'm sorry. I just no. Your, I'm not. No. I'm saying kayak. Like, you're, Isn't no. your kayak like yellow? Camo? No. Oh. I'm not saying I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm just not. He's not visible He's not yet. Aching, okay? I'm, uh. I'm saying the same way that I hear the banjo but don't see it. Not magic. They're just not near me. So you're blind. Okay, yeah. no, no. No, they're blind. No, they're uh. blind. <laughs> you're deaf. They're blind. No, they just can't see me yet and I can't see them yet because there is a distance like how oh, that okay. works with trees and such yeah they have really um, bad eyesight like I can't <laughs> see Trevor right now because he doesn't come on the banter precisely distance between us okay yeah okay. so I'm Correct. going down right, the creek it. and I hear banjo I'm taking out my harmonica and I'm joining in on the harmonica then they hear that and they play the banjo more as an invitation and that way they know there's mm. a guy with a harmonica coming not me rolling up and be like yeah well, if, if, if you're back, far you know, enough you know, away playing the harmonica to what they're playing, they're like, this guy has no rhythm because there's like obviously a long delay. Also, between. a banjo is like famously known as like the loudest instrument in yeah. every band. So the harmonica will not, they won't be able to hear it. My plan is flawed. Yeah. Yes, that's why if you ever watch a, um, a like a bluegrass band, now it doesn't matter as much because they mic everything up. But if you're like back in the day, whenever they would have an actual like bluegrass group and they were in like an amphitheater or something or on a porch or whatever where they don't have mics or typically with bluegrass oh, music, noise. typically with bluegrass. What music, a contrast. They're either on a porch or an amphitheater. They're either Red Rock Amphitheater or they're just on a front porch. It's very true. I mean, yeah. uh, but uh, have you seen Hillbillies of the 7-Eleven? <laughs> but if you think yeah. about like. Uh, a bluegrass group typically they're all playing around one condenser microphone, mm-hmm. like an like an omnidirectional uh, microphone, and they're just gathering around. It's really fun. It's really because they have to scatter themselves to mix themselves because they're only around one microphone. Um, so they always the put the banjo. <laughs> they always put the banjo like furthest from the mic. Like the banjo is like in the back corner because it's such a loud instrument. You what typically mandolin is very close because ma- the the trumpet's like in the other room. <laughs> But but no, typically the yeah, trumpet right. would have the a trumpet's mute. just in the audience. <laughs> typically the trumpet would have a mute if there's a trumpet. It's very rare for a bluegrass group, but not yeah. my bluegrass man. Well, <laughs> would uh, where would my automaton fit 
and uh, a how it wouldn't it wouldn't fit. <laughs> how close would I have to get my spoons to be heard? The spoons would be a genuine instrument. Yes, my uh, yeah, my granddad, my mom's, my mom's granddad, so my great granddad, <laughs> my great granddad played the spoons in a bluegrass band. That's amazing. That's awesome. I watch videos of people playing the spoons, and I'm like, I could do that. And I pick up the spoons, and I'm like, I don't know. How I used this. to play it when I was a kid. Brad, Not like in a band or anything. Can I would you play just, the like, spoons, Brad? Down. My great aunt played the spoons, and she always every time I went over to her house, she's like, "You play drums, play the spoons with me," and I did. So, could, yes. so you can do it. I mean. Who her, can't play the spoons? Her, her version of that, I don't. Well, know. I just mean like, I mean like they're doing like the dub, like the. I can't. Like, I, mean, I can't like do that. No. Okay, but that's can, what that's can, the like, thing that impresses me. I can put two spoons opposite of one another and smack them all around my body. Yeah, okay, see fun. the impressive part scrap. to me is whenever yeah. they they control the like vibrations of them and stuff like that yeah. to get them to do double hits and, and triple hits and stuff. That's a, that's yeah, that is impressive. Also, yeah. tap dancers are impressive. Tap dancers are impressive. I feel like tap dancing is kind of underrated. I well, I think it, I feel like by me because I haven't seen, thought about it in like five years. <laughs> every time I've ever seen tap dancing live, I always go, "They're not actually doing it." <laughs> that's just always my sounds, instant thought. It yeah. sounds so like perfect. Yeah, you like watch it. I'm like, that's not real. My my <laughs> freshman year of college, we had a talent show called Freshman Got Talent. Uh, super love creative it. name. Yeah, but love it. Uh, I had a friend approach me, and we put an act together for this. Me and four other guys. We or me and yeah, four other guys. We called ourselves the Front Street Fellows. And uh, this girl gets up there and she has like 15 years of tap dancing experience. Oh my God. And she just crushes it. Like it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in person. And she came in second to the Front Street Fellas Heck because yeah. <laughs> we ribbon danced. Uh, <laughs> all the above. Uh, and so we're That's just the tough there. thing about talent shows. Yeah, like ribbon dancing around, having a good time. We like literally, we threw a guy up, caught him in like a little cheerleading stunt. It was fantastic. That's so funny. Uh, and this poor girl was just so, she was, she deserved to win. Katie, it was all you. She uh, was the most talented. But crowd involvement is the most important thing in any show. Yeah. And so if you're ever if you're ever doing any kind of show where there's like something like that involved, get just do have a drum break chorus where you get everybody to clap, you'll win. Yeah. I'm, Doesn't matter what song you're doing. But I, I I'm a big, you know, I don't like to lie, but I do like to take a truth and just stretch it as far as I can till it loses it. So that's I then like a couple summers later I was a rec leader at a summer camp. And I ended up having to teach a gymnastics like uh, course. I don't tumble. Uh, <laughs> I this got like they were like, all right, someone's got to teach this, and I thought we were teaching something entirely different. And they were like, oh yeah, Mr. Robbie now has like a bunch of children and has to teach them gymnastics this week. Oh no! Uh, so <laughs> I'm like looking up tumbling things like that, asking for help, and then we got to the fourth day of the week, and I was like, oh. We're going to do rhythmic gymnastics. Here we go. Oh. And I open the day with, I'm an award-winning rhythmic <laughs> gymnast. Uh, it's not untrue. Yeah. That's, see, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Just a little stretch. Yeah. It's their fault if they took that the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. So back to the hillbilly talk and the <laughs> tap dancing. But we, uh, so my fa family and I go to this place called Watoga it's in West Virginia we okay. go there usually in the fall and or West winter. Virginia is so beautiful it is this place is like it's one of the few places in the world that still has no cell phone service like there's just there's that's one awesome. store there's nothing and you I mean there's no internet there's nothing that's awesome and I love it and I have a lot of funny stories from this but this makes me think of something they have something called like heritage day very close to there and it's like um they gather, there's like a big tent in the middle. There's a bluegrass band playing all day. There's a guy that teaches you like tap, but not like traditional tap dancing, but like, um, it's not clogging. It's not tap dancing, but it's like a fusion Appalachian clap like, dancing. Yes. Ooh, I see what you did there. I like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like clogging, but with like your normal shoes, like the very like Appalachian style. And okay. my, uh, my aunt or my sister-in-law said, Hey, I really want to do this. Will someone do this with me? And she thought I was going to say no. And I said, of course I'll do that. And it, it was amazing. They have like, um, they make like old stews and like old school, like food there. And they also like bring old weapons that you can shoot. Cool. So I got to shoot some flintlock, which is pretty That's fun. Crazy. It was, it was great. So hillbillies are good is what I'm trying to say. It sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like super fun. 
Has uh has anybody have you guys ever so I heard Robbie's talent show story. I feel like there's other talent show stories. Yeah, I was in a no. talent show. Hit him with it. I Ooh. did um first off I've already messed up this piece of wood that whoever put here. Hunter, Ooh. I worked so hard on that. <laughs> I didn't even know it was here. I just like looked down, I was like, Well, I've already pivoted that out. Um, I was wondering because I'm standing on wood and I was like, Why is there wood down here? <laughs> that's, Hunter's that's mic what, stand always breaks the table, and so I put a piece of wood under to try to reinforce it. Uh Reinforce yeah. my God. That's the that's the foundation <laughs> way of like I looked down, I was like, there's wood down here, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> it got left behind. That's pretty redneck. Guys, uh, this studio looks really nice if you look behind them, but it's it is chaos everywhere else. <laughs> Not we're about to move. We're gonna do things right when we move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, gosh darn you, microphone man stand. Okay. Uh, I was on a talent show. <laughs> I, I We also have, still have like $12 uh, mic, mic stand. 30 Thank you. Oh, sorry. They're, they're 30 bucks. Yeah. Dang. This feels like a good 30 of it. I don't know how much that nice one was. One. That uh, microphone was $30. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That microphone's the original Griplock microphone. Wow. Back in the day. Sounds sure. amazing. Sounds still, crisp still as heck. Rolls. Um, magic? Did you do magic in the talent I show? I did. So me and my friend Chip did a magic show. And then immediately after that, I performed, I performed a song that I wrote. Oh. Yeah. Played guitar and sang. Dang. Oh, all right. Wow. There's video of it somewhere. It's not on the internet. What was the song about? It's called God's Will. That's beautiful. Okay. I have the lyric sheet somewhere, too. I was going to make fun of you. Now I can't. Yeah. I was a little kid. I was, like, I was in fifth grade. Yeah. That's awesome. That's Hunter. impressive. Did you win? Mm-mm. Dang. I, Who won? I don't know. It was a full school-wide talent show, so we oh, were like gotcha. thrown in with high schoolers. Mm. Um, and I know, oh, I know who won. A uh, guy, his name was Daniel Porter, and he did yo-yo trick shots, not trick shots, That's but sick. tricks, yo-yo tricks. Is that Riley's? Freestyle. Is that Riley's brother? No, different Porter. Different Porter, I think. I don't think they're. Related. I don't even know if Riley has a brother, so never he mind. does. Okay, his name's Jared. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyways, Daniel. Uh, they did like the like freestyle yo-yo where you like had the dice on the end That's and you then he like throw it. he was insane. and like the thing where you would, like go and then you get the yo-yo to come off the street he was wild yo-yo he insane. uh he would like go to like yo-yo competitions okay and so he just brought his routine from that and did it to around the world by daft punk um so yeah. he won i don't remember who came in second or third i do know there was Doesn't a band matter. um <laughs> my it was my sister's boyfriend at the time um he and his band was like they weren't allowed to play at the talent show because they were too good mm. so they knew they would win so instead they just booked them to perform after the talent show so like the talent show ended and then they came out and they're basically there's like a pop punk band and so then they brought the house down after uh, so like they announced the winner and the all disco. of that you and then yeah. and then he they all came out and it was like the coolest thing ever that's awesome that was our talent show we only did it like one year it was like a fundraiser thing and my mom, it was when my mom was still on like the parent teacher association thing. Mm. So my mom put it all together and did everything. It was my mm. sister's senior year, um, which was when I was in fifth grade. And so she, then once my sister graduated, my mom just like went to being like a, cl- a, a classroom mom, whatever they called those. Room mom. Room mom. Um, so basically she just like, for my sixth grade class, would like help plan the like whatever parties you had in school. Mm-hmm. And so, because that was much less involved than being on the like, PTA board or whatever but so she planned this whole talent show sold tickets to it it was like a sold out gym it was awesome and then she was like pass it on to whoever's gonna do it next year and they never did it so we had it was a one and done talent show at our school (laughs) that sounds awesome though it was great it was a good time I think talent shows really fun it's really funny that you say that because for a second there I thought you were literally stealing my story um, because we do that all the time Uh, but I we had a talent show when I was in high school until my freshman year of high school I joined the talent show and it was really I went to like a really weird like nerdy high school because it was like an early college program so like all the people that got bullied in middle school went to this high school me included which is why I went there too um and so I it was like a bunch of people who were all really timid and really weird Mm. so which means they were filthy at something but no one had any confidence though Mm. so everybody Mm. went on stage and it was like the first time that they had seen the light and they were all really nervous and then I went up there as like a as like a performing musician who had been performing like my whole life. And so I just went up there with my guitar and sang a song and I did it with my sister. Yes. And, um, and then, uh, we played roll away your stone by Mumford and sons. Mm. And we were just the only people who 
sounded like they could utter a word through the microphone again because we had done this before and so we won and they wanted to keep on doing the talent show but my I wanted to play with my band the next year and my, the teacher that put it together said you can't because it's not fair to everybody else but we would like you to do a concert after the talent show while we're counting of votes. Same it was like the thing. exact same thing. So did you date my sister? <laughs> Whoa. So Easy. every so every year for like the rest of the time I was in high school, we would do the talent show. Like we would put on the ta- and we ended up like my dad ended up being the one that put on the talent show too because we would use all of his sound equipment. So we would set up the talent show, run the whole thing, and then while they're counting of votes, my band would do a concert. That was really fun. That's awesome. So in my I did I did I did the band thing for a long time and I was lucky enough several of the people in my band when I started it in like middle school stayed we stayed together for like eight years which is really cool but we did like we did a, a couple of talent shows at the beginning because that's just kind of what you did as a new band you did mm-hmm. covers and all that we won a couple of those but when we started to do our own originals and stuff uh, my parents you know God bless my mom. She was supportive and my dad too. And they watch like this when people still watch the news because I'm like Mm -hmm. sort of old, I guess. But um, they were uh, the the local news channel. We were in we're in Ohio, but we were very close to West Virginia. So local news, the big local news station was from Charleston, West Virginia, which is like almost two hours away. That doesn't make any sense to me that Ohio is close to West Virginia in my head, but I'm also terrible at geography. I was from the little boot in Ohio, which was like literally took me like seven <laughs> minutes to get to West Virginia, like across the river. Mm. Anyway. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that's how close we were. Um, anyway. So my mom uh, saw on the news, they were doing this like Charleston, like ultra chili cook off event in Charleston, like in mm-hmm. Maine, downtown Charleston. There was like going to be like eight, 10,000 people there. And wow. they were doing like a submit, like your talent for like this talent show like virtual talent show at the time and then they selected the winner and the winner got to go play in front of all these people well my mom just submitted it as like a, a video of us playing and we won so we got together and we played in front of like five or eight thousand people wow people that's, awesome. There, that's awesome which was kind of cool um but it, i was I, I always remember like yeah so what's the biggest show you played well i played at this like chili cook-off and they're like <laughs> oh there's like a couple hundred people no there's like Eight thousand people. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So that that was a lot of fun, but yeah, we were kind of that way too. We were like the band that actually could play, like mm-hmm. where I was. So we would we would get booked to play a lot of things, or like they would do fundraisers and they would book us to play. And we would we had a lot of connections with like even better bands like out of town. So they would be like us, and we'd bring another band in and That's raise cool. money and stuff for the school. And we had something in my school every year in high school called the Variety Show. It's where where all of like the musical like the band department the like uh, arts department the choir like all of the inst- we had instrumentation classes and stuff in my high school very small high school but we had a very good music and art program and we would all come together once a year and do this like um, almost like three hour long show and it would be like random like. Um, you could audition to do like solos or like duets with people or like full group numbers and there would be like dancing and singing there'd be full band full like pit style band so we were like we have to do that every year and I, and I actually got to start doing that when I was in middle school just because the band director like knew I was like good at drum set mm. and brought me in and like kind of under the under the the watch of like this guy who's like in our area like like known as like the best drummer so it was cool because like i I forget what grade it was maybe 10th grade i was uh at that time we were kind of like splitting the variety show he would play with the harder stuff and Mm -hmm. because it was cool because you play with like live band and everything and like live musicians so it does take a little out extra talent (laughs) um but that year like two weeks before the variety show happened and this was a big thing we would do like um we would do a couple shows during the week for the school. We'd bring up elementary school, middle school. And then on the weekend, I think we would do like a Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday. So it was a pretty big production. And like two weeks before this guy, real deal, Kevin Neal, shout out. Um, <laughs> he got mono and like was deathly sick. And my, the the director was like, you got to play the whole thing. And I'm like, all right, let's get it. So that was always really fun. So we didn't really have like talent shows per se, but this mm-hmm. is like we had that every year where people could like, yeah you know we and it wasn't just singing like there was one year um there was this um girl that was very good at like 
guitar like metal guitar and her boyfriend they did like this really cool dueling like metallica like um mashup which is awesome that's really sick cool stuff that's very very, cool stuff we did and when i was in college um destroyed my finger jeez (laughs) (laughs) it's that sounded rough (laughs) um just let everybody know uh brad got really passionate during that story and punched his mic stand they so heard. Pumped. I was so yeah. pumped. If you heard, <laughs> that, that was, this is actually my new instrument. <laughs> the spring. spoons when you have springs. Yeah. Uh, whenever I was in college, so I was in this um, program in college called Artist Development, and so it was it was at Liberty. So there was a couple different options for music. You could go into like music education. wasn't smart enough for that. Also, didn't want to be a teacher. You go into music and worship, which more for like worship leaders or people who wanted to lead like stuff like that in churches and be like a music director in churches, uh, which was like kind of what I wanted to do. But then there was one that I called the rock and roll degree and um, it was artist development. And it was like pitched to me as like, this is for people who want to just like grow and be like really advanced at performance, at like stage presence, crowd engagement, all, all that stuff. And I was like, that sounds awesome. And like the, our best vocal teacher at the school was the head of this degree. Mm-hmm. And the best way, to, the easiest way to get, or the, not the easiest way, because you had to audition for the degree. Um, you had to, but if you got into the artist development program, you would automatically get put in her studio so she would be your vocal coach. So that was like the main selling point to me because she was like known in the school as like the best vocal coach. And I was like, I want her, but her, her studio is so full, you can't get in it. So then a friend of mine was like, you should audition for the artist development thing because he was auditioning for it too. And he was like, auditions are like th- at the end of this week, we should just go do it. And I was like, whatever. I was like, I don't really want to do that because I didn't want to do anything that took extra effort in college because I'm not good at, I am silly. Um, and so we went, we auditioned for it and then I got it and I got in her studio and it was awesome. But we would always do these things in artist development called the artist development showcase. So each semester you would have an artist development showcase and all the people who are in the artist development program, which is probably like 20 people, I would think um, they uh, you choose what song and you find your band and whatever, or the school put together a band for you if you don't find a band or whatever. And then you perform that song, basically whatever song shows you as an artist the best. So it's literally like you just go show off for your four minute slot. And it was the whole, it was just this whole like concert of one student would go, they would get off stage. The next student would go, they would go off stage. So you literally have like your four minute slot to show you like as an artist. And the whole time uh, they like sell tickets to it and everything. It's in like the the state of the art concert hall. It's awesome. But uh, like five professors are sitting in the back grading you on like your voice uh, like like your vocal technique, your performance, your engagement, eye contact, like all that, your movements and like everything, they're grading you on it. And so it was like really intense, but everyone that was at like in this program, there was like two kind of acts that would happen during the showcase. Either they were like dirty gospel artists, like they were just singing these incredible runs and their band was so tight and their drummers are insane, like just super good gospel like tracks going on, yeah. uh, which is crazy impressive and I can never do that. Um, and so those would go on and you'd just be listening and you're like, this is just the most amazing thing I've ever heard. But there's so many people doing that, that like if you don't like love that stuff, it gets a little bit repetitive after a while. I was always blown away from it the whole time. And then there's people who like just get up there and like, sing oceans by hillsong and like just sing like a worship song and it's just like mm, it, it's kind of boring they're just singing a worship song um but then my band was the only band of this kind we would we were like uh it, in high school i was all like folk bluegrass music but in college i was all um like alternative indie rock like i just did a like i only cared about indie rock and so we basically would just show up you know, two electrics, a, a bass, keys, and drummer, and we would just play rock songs. And I would write, like, we would do original songs that I would write as rock songs. And my senior year, we did the song that was like a proper rock song. Like the end had this like heavy, heavy like um, like movement in it. And so we were always so jarring to everybody because they'd be listening to like <laughs> a, like a gospel renditions just like that, and they'd hear like a worship song, and we'd be like. <laughs> And so my last year, we stood up on the drum risers and 
and we jumped off the drum risers and, and everything. So it was really fun. We're the only people in the school of music to ever jump off the drum riser. So that's a fun uh, like uh, repertoire to have, I guess. <laughs> it's on his resume, you know. Resume, yeah. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember like that full year that Hunter thought I was a jazz drummer? That's what it was told to me. He's still sore about this. I don't. <laughs> no, what Silas said, there's a new drummer. There's Silas said, there's a new drummer coming to the church. He's a jazz drummer. He was a touring jazz drummer, is what was told to me. And then Brad showed up next Sunday. And he's like, you're what like, am I supposed to, what who am I supposed is to this guy? And that's playing all. He's not. No, I was like, oh, he's a jazz drummer. <laughs> I think I heard that about you too. Yeah, well, and I, told, I just I thought, told Colin, I was like, dude. Brad's a dirty drummer. He was a jazz drummer. And, and then, he's a jazz drummer? That means then, that he's really good. That's what Connor says. He said, oh, if he's a jazz drummer, he's really good. I, like, I can attest. He's a really good drummer. I also, if you're a punk drummer, you're also very good. Yeah. Well, in college. Two of the best drummers in music. Yeah. Well, when I was in college, I actually. Well, pop drummer. I'm just kidding. Hey. They don't exist. <laughs> hey, rest in peace, Aaron. Then you're a computer. If you're a pop drummer, you're a computer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not true. But yeah, <laughs> rest in peace, Aaron Spears. If you know who that is, sad loss to the drumming community. He's a pop drummer. He's incredible. So pop drummers are this, right? Yeah, yeah. Just play the MIDI pad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I'll, like I'll, in, in, uh, I'll in send you a video of like, Aaron Spears. Okay. <laughs> wow, she's really good. <laughs> but just so you know, I'm not in. So I did do a music education degree for three years, and then I just quit because I got bored. Really, if I'm being honest, but <laughs> I, all three years at being a percussion, like that was my main instrument, my main focus, and I had to be piano second if mm-hmm. that was a requirement. That's um, how it was for us. But too. I also like a requirement for me as a drummer, as one of the only drummers that could drum really at the time in this school of music, I had to be a part of the the rock ensemble, which was fun. And I also had to be part of the jazz ensemble. Mm. And I had to learn to play like four, jazz drummer. He is a jazz. So I, I had to learn yeah. to play four mallet vibraphone and stuff. Oh, and that's sick. Yeah. Was, that, people don't realize that that's part of percussion. Like I'm, I didn't realize it until I was in college. Guitar is percussion. Piano's percussion, band yeah. is percussion. Yeah, I had people that were per, like percussion primaries, and so I'm just thinking they're on drum kit and snare and stuff like that. But then I go to like the most fun concerts to go to are percussion ones because they're playing bells, they're playing uh, the what's the um, oh my gosh marimba. The mar- watching people play the marimba is like the most fun thing oh, ever because they've my. got the four they've got the four mallets in their hand doing like all back and forth like that. So were you doing were you, play marimba too yeah marimba vibraphone marimba's awesome all that so but so i was just saying that like i did so i did have jazz experience for three years in playing drum set and other things in jazz band but where this came from is that the setup i use is technically like kind of a jazz setup for a drum kit which pop punk drummers typically like travis barker which is really just a high tom a low tom snare kick that's like all the drums i'm using really just using a ride two crashes and a Mm hi-hat so that is where the jazz thing came from because you were more telling than like your setup yes i was just told he's a jazz drummer and he was a touring jazz drummer (laughs) hunter's just spreading propaganda about brad (laughs) hey yeah well he does free jazz yeah, smooth <laughs> interpretive da- jazz ribbon dancing. <laughs> interpretive. Now, yeah, you play some music. I'll, I'll I'll grab some ribbons and I'll put on a show. Re- remind me, I have to. It's almost Christmas time. I think I'm finally not embarrassed enough and like you guys enough to show you some of my band stuff. So that'll oh, be. Oh heck yes! Yeah. And one of them is we covered. I had this studio. We had this apartment. My wife and I when we first got married. It was cool because we had an apartment. It was a really nice apartment. And across the way was an old doctor's office. Like oh, you, yeah. off the street. We had a half address. It was like two, ten and a half. It was really cool. I felt like I was in Harry Potter. But you <laughs> you open the door. You go up these stairs above these businesses on a front street. And then our apartment was on the right. And then there's an old doctor's office on the left. Like old, like woodwork. Very cool. But it was just abandoned. Mm-hmm. And I asked my landlord. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm in music uh, education. I do music production. Can I turn that into a studio? And she's like, yeah, sure. Because we were like friends with the landlord. So mm-hmm. it was really cool because I had a control room that was like the waiting room. The main like, um, it was like a very small old school doctor's office. So there was like a exam room. That was the live room. It was big enough for like drum set, guitars, all that. And then there was a, cl- a storage closet that uses the vocal booth. It was very cool. That's but so sick. We recorded the Heat Miser, Snow Miser song from Year Without Santa Claus and did a cover of that and still one of my favorite covers we've ever done so I'll show you guys we that we just watched Year Without Santa Claus on Saturday 
Tis the season. I watched The Grinch this morning before I came to work. So. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> you watched The Grinch this morning? <laughs> yeah. We got Luke up. We gave him his breakfast, and we all watched The Grinch while we ate breakfast. Oh my the, gosh! It's hilarious. Luca likes the new, the like cart, new cartoon version. Mm. My personal favorite is Jim Carrey. What is he? Live some action. kind of baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't seen the live action one. Liz is scared it's going to scare him. Probably. It's a little terrifying. He like, loves it. I love Jim Carrey. What's your favorite? See, I love the claymations. They've always been my favorite. I'm scared of claymation. The Year Without Santa Claus is great. What's the um the you put one foot in front. Uh, is that Jack Frost? It's the it's a Santa Claus. It's oh, or is it? The, is it just called the Santa Claus? The like claymation one? Maybe. I the songs get kind of mixed together for me because it's the exact that exact same style. I feel like, yeah, the like the origin story of Chris Kringle. Yeah, the Santa Claus. Santa Claus coming to town. Yeah, that's that's, the, that's, the that's it. I also like Jack Frost. It's probably my second favorite. Frack Jost. Frack Jost, yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of Christmas movies to watch. This is the one time a year I watch movies. Yeah. So from now till December 25th, I mean, I got to watch Santa Claus 1, Santa Claus 2, Santa Claus 3. Yeah. I got to watch The Grinch 15 more times. I do Got to watch Allen. the original Grinch yeah. too. Did you, you watch the, did you watch the new Santa Claus, the newer one? The, the TV show? The TV show? Oh, one? the TV show. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, the yeah. TV show. I, I it couldn't was okay. do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I thought I it was fun. It was tough. I thought it was fun because it still had Tim Allen in it, mm-hmm. and seeing some of like the elves, the original elves, all grown up was very fun. I haven't watched it. What is it on? I don't remember. It was Disney? fine. Is it on Disney? I have Disney. Yeah, Disney. I, will, I have Disney Plus. I don't necessarily feel comfortable just saying go watch it. It's good. It was fun. It it satisfied a Nostalgic. Christmas desire. You just have to yes. appreciate it for what it is. No, and don't Christmas. Try to put it. I'll watch Hallmark movies. Yeah, they're not good. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they scratch an itch? Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas time is a time where you put your movie um, quality. Yes, yeah, your movie prejudice aside. Yeah, it's it, and it's you just for watch everyone. crappy movies because it puts you in a good. Mood. I gotta watch Home Alone. Yep, Jingle, I Jingle All the Way. Home am Alone. I right? Oh yeah, Jingle All the Way. Home Alone. Arnold doing his work. I, I, I have an unpopular opinion. Okay. Ooh. Maybe we should maybe we should save opinions about Christmas movies for a later banter podcast. It's November. It's, it's already banter, Christmas. Baby. My, my tree's right. been up for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't know why people are laughing. Gabby and I made a rule, which uh, is a very good rule. The it. reason why we don't decorate for Christmas yet is we wait for real trees to go on sale. Like We don't do real trees. Starts. We do real trees. We we did I do wish. real trees because, one, they were fun. Also, we didn't used to have space to store a fake tree. Now we do, but I think we're going to stick to the real trees because that's fun. Also, real trees used to try to kill me whenever I was a child. Yeah, I remember that. I'm going to... Yeah. Um, I think my outside lights will go up probably this weekend. That's wow. That's, I wow. Him. To be yeah. fair, I, I am planning on putting my house lights on in the next couple weeks. Mm. We kind of do a slow trickle. Uh, Lindsay decorated for fall two weeks ago at our house. Oh. Uh, so I do like fall decorations. That's the we hard thing. We decorate I, for fall in sep- beginning of September. So we have like a, all September, yeah. October, but November 1st, all that's boxed up, Christmas stuff's brought up. Just think about like me and all of my favorite colors. They're all like fall colors. So I like it whenever our house is decorated in like mm. browns and oranges and mustard yellow specifically. Mm. And mustard stuff like yellow? That. I'm just kidding. There's no mustard yellow in our house. My wife would never let that happen. <laughs> I wish we were a fake tree family. Uh, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. I was raised a fake tree family. Uh, my mom has I was a Christmas too. tree in every single room in the house. Yeah. Uh, and so they're all themed differently and whatnot. I think it's she so fun that you have a different tree first. every year, though. Well, it's they're all the same. Yeah. Like, you think that's... I'm with you. That's Lindsay likes the smell of it. That was never a draw to me. Uh, because you can't smell. I couldn't smell. So... Yeah. Uh, is this gonna be your first year smelling a tree? Big year for you. I could smell last year, uh, so <sighs> it. it's it's not that rush. But we've we've now worked out a system that we have family friends who own a lake house about forty five minutes away from us, and they love to catch catfish at their lake. And oh. so uh, catfish we tree. take catfish our tree. Christmas tree every year, and they would always have to drive over because I didn't have a truck, and they would pick up our Christmas tree and then they sink it outside of their dock to create like a place for catfish. Oh yeah, to come yeah. yeah. In. Yeah, yeah, Christmas trees make really good uh, cover for fish, for bass and catfish. So that's interesting. I never would have known that. Mm-hmm. A it lot makes of people, sense, but I never would have thought. A lot of that. people who have docks, like on lakes, they will sink uh, Christmas trees near their docks because it makes their dock way better for fish. Interesting. Yeah, we do. So we have a tree in our living room. We typically put a tree in our bedroom, but I feel like we're actually going to put it in Luca's room this year. 
Um, and then we do, we have like a A-frame and there's a loft up top. And so we put a tree in the main big window and then we put two smaller trees in the side windows and we put those on timer. So every night they all light up. And then I always do the roof light. I have a Grinch blow up in the front. I wrap my front tree with lights and then I wrap colored lights around my backyard fence. So that, that's for us because no one else can see that, but we love that. Yeah. And then um, Liz just kind of goes to Hobby Lobby. She keeps the sticker on her Hobby Lobby stuff <laughs> I love this. so I that every why. year she can just walk. It's a, basically the Harbor Freight thing yeah, Connor yeah, does yeah. it with Hobby Lobby. So she just walks in and exchanges for whatever new I don't know. She wants. Uh, the, it would be bold for me to try to judge that after what I say that I do at Harbor, Harbor Freight. Yeah. Well, she does it with TJ Maxx too. I mean, yeah. if you're going to have a never ending exchange policy. Yeah. Y- then what you are you waiting for? for? It's like it, an yeah. insurance policy. There's hoping people don't do it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And most people won't. Yeah. I'm not. I haven't. I'm pretty excited. I don't really know what our tradition for decorating for Christmas is going to be. I know we're going to do lights on the house. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just like different. Like we have, like we have, we own our house now. Well, our house owns us at least. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so last year we, I, I have, I've always tried to ride a line. Like I like kind of like clean christmas decorations even in our house like our tree our main tree in the downstairs like living bigger living room is that's when i like all the old school ornaments like it just is kind of has its own flow it Uh just has a vibe but the rest of the house we have just like white lights very clean simple more winter decorations and like we don't have like santas or anything like that just like clean but i uh, kimberly and i in the last two years have decided like we want to be that yard we want to be the yard that is just outrageous so every year we're like building more and more like the um like blow mold decorations the like like the ones you put together that are like animals Mm -hmm. and like i last year about this like programmable thing i could do my lights and make different programs and made my and we had done white lights only on our house and in our yard but last year we did all collars and again i'm making them blink and do their like running thing and we started making these light balls that we put up. We have two huge pine trees in my front yard. Mm-hmm. And we started putting them in like these big, they look like big ornaments just like hanging yeah. in them. So my goal is to, I want people to, to be able to see the light from my yard from the road. <laughs> from <Yeah>. space. <laughs> from space, yeah. I want Clark Griswold just like boom. And like it takes the power grid down. That's rest, what, um, rest in peace, Chevy Chase. So the guy across the street from me. I don't think he's, is he dead? don't know i don't think he is he's a creep though yeah he is um <laughs> guy across the street from me he always goes all out and then the guy that's down the street goes even more all out so are you our in competition are you no are, i don't go all out okay uh but i went to at one point in my life i they're both retired so mm-hmm. like when they do it they Freedom. do it right yeah um but they're like houses that people drive to our neighborhood to see mm. so i just want our house to be acceptable enough that when you drive yeah. into the neighborhood you're like oh it's cute as you're looking at our neighbors mm. yeah that's kind of because like that's kind of how our neighborhood is, is you either like put something together that you can be proud of or you leave all your lights off. Yeah. There's no in between. Like I if like you go that. in between, then I feel like you're shamed. It's either go all out or hide. Yeah. Go bigger, but I do <laughs> once, uh, this was actually, I think Liz saw this on Instagram or something. Like I think literally two years ago, Christmas is when we found out we were pregnant. And so I think it was at that point she decided this is what she wanted to do, which was once Luca's probably once he's three so probably next year we'll we'll might try it but probably won't work but once he's three it should work where you basically just give him a map or like draw our house like a block and let him just draw where he wants lights and decorations oh, and then we fun. just go and do that in our front yard I like so it's that. gonna just look chaotic and like a mess but he'll be proud of it because like he did it i like that and I'm, then every time he cool. shows up it'll be like I might st- I might steal that. That's My fun. kids are obviously much older, but they would like be thrilled. Now, here's the danger: Lucas will be cute. Mine will be like I'll come home and there's like a uh, like uh, a reindeer in the top of my pine but tree. But like that's fun. <laughs> think how fun that'd be. I'm, I wouldn't. I would be proud. It would be. I, I would did be see. Uh, I've seen like houses where they'll like light, and we thought about doing this because it makes your life way easier, and it's also funny where you get like a blow up Grinch. Mm-hmm. And then you light like half the house and then you run the lights from the house down yeah, and then like put all the lights funny. in the Grinch's uh, hands like he's yeah, stealing yeah, it yeah. off the house. Because then you only have to light half yeah. the house. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to admit something. I okay. spent a lot of time researching this and a lot wasted a lot of my life doing this. But I and I I know I have to like keep myself from stuff because I'll get obsessed with it and I'll just make it my life. But have you seen the guys that like program all yes. their lights to music? I will and be everything? that person one day. I know how to do it. And I've just been every year. I've researched. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on it. Yeah. I just know it takes it would take too much time. 
I same. I'm like, I can't, I will literally get My wife will divorce me because I will not pay any attention to her because I will <laughs> devote my, like three months to this only and no one else will exist or anything will exist. But so, there will be a point in my life where that will be my house. Yeah. It, hey, when we can take the time and like in January, you're like, all right, I'm going to start working on December's light and trigger board for next year's Christmas. Then you got plenty then you, of time. Yeah, then you're fine. I can't go do it now because I will literally spend all my time doing it. I got to be honest, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but something that I'm not a fan of is whenever people just get those cheap lights that you put out in your yard and it projects lights onto your house. No, that's awful. I, okay. It's lazy. It's lazy, and well, you want you want people okay. to think that you care about Christmas, but you're it lazy. It doesn't look good. I will say, Robbie, do oh, you do that? I don't. But my mother-in-law does. Okay, uh, that's fine. You hate your mother-in-law. It's a very mother-in-law thing to do. It is. How dare <laughs> you? That's his mother-in-law. <laughs> now I have well, the seen crazy where part they is, get. They pay someone to come decorate their house. Oh, that. and then and they do that. Then her, it's like uh, my father-in-law found it and was like, "Oh, this is kind of funny," and gave it to her. And so, like, we're kind of in the world of like, did she put it up because she thinks that he. Like likes wants it, it oh, yeah. or but then That's he funny. makes fun of it's. It's very, a very my weird parents because like my so my brother's also in the same vein of me of like one one day he will do the like probably we should probably just pick a house and both do it together because that will save us a lot of time. Yeah. Um. But so he gets every year finds more and more videos people going more and more intense where like people now have projectors kind of like if you've ever been to Liberty and you see Demoss where like the whole front of Demoss they control mm. or at Disney where they project on the castle exactly same thing they do it to a house mm. and so they'll have like the whole house is just like uh you can animate everything and so mm. then the people animate it well my dad got a much smaller pre-animated version where in what used to be my sister's bedroom is like the front main part of their house is a big window right above the front door so it's like the front door little like roof over it and then this big window um and what he bought is you can hang a sheet on that front win- that big window and then use it as a projector screen. and do like a rear projection and a rear projection That's from the fun. bedroom and so it's like santa mm. or you can pick different ones but the one uh-huh. he put up last year two years ago whenever he first got it was like you'd pull into their house at night and it like santa would be like run and like stop and look at you and then like freak out and then like run back in and like it did like just dancing different stuff and so like there's just like a santa up there nonstop. very fun so there is a tasteful way to do projections Mm -hmm. i like that yeah i will i will say i i'm just talking about just like the pin like color yeah yeah yeah. no the light is just like lasers on your house okay Uh as seen on tv box yeah yes i have those in my setup but here's how i use them so i have a full line of pine trees down like the right side of my yard and if I angle it right, it shoots on all of them. So I have all my main big uh-huh. decorations here. Shoot all of them, and then I'm ready to shame you. If <laughs> and on the and like on the right or the left side, if I aim it over the house, like when it's dark, yeah, it looks like the tree line in my woods are lit up. No, yeah, okay. Let so me it's be like clear. A full effect. If you use that as like a prop in your decorations, that's fine. You're I don't saying like exclusively it. Only Whenever that. people are like, "It's time to decorate for Christmas," and they go outside and they <laughs> put one of those things in their yard, and then it's just yeah. And you got, like, look, there's snowflakes on the side of my house. Yeah. Oh, like, I hate those. These are like the I have. They're in like uh, green and red, and they mm, like move. That's it. Yeah, you can. I think they're great if you use them with something, but just you just put that out there, and, and it's not even the way it looks. It's, it's just, just the, there's no. Effort. It's just the kind of person you yeah. know. How like, dare come they? On, just give up. Just give yeah, up. Don't don't, don't like try your house. A, yeah, don't try a little bit. Just just do it all good or turn your lights off like in Hunter's neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> either all in or all out. I, got, I think you got three options. No lights. There's more than three options. Mm. Let me give three, three acceptable. Let me give three options yeah. to me. No. Okay, these are my three options. Okay. No lights. Yep. Okay. Um. Go for aesthetic pretty lights. Probably what we'll do this year. So like white lights and like all that stuff. That's good. If you want to be the pretty house, Classic. that's great. I, I think that's what I'm going to go for this year. Whenever I have kids, then you have the option for, sounds like what Brad does, which I love. So don't take offense to this word I'm going to choose to use. The gaudy house. Yeah, that's and what I know. love that. That's what we say. Like, yeah, that's what I we lo- want to be. That's fun. We that, want people to be totally like, fun. that might be a little much. That's but if you what put like people one say. strip of colored lights then you're in the rough place because you're like it's gaudy and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. You're you're just yeah. 
unaware. There's a Adam Sandler movie on Netflix, I think it is, Hubie Halloween. Uh, That's a fun movie. I've not seen and uh, I think of Hubie's Yard and yeah. that movie, yeah. and it is like. I mean, you cannot like you can't see the grass because there's so many inflatables and things like that. Yeah, that's if I I like. Oh my god! I struggle to decorate. <laughs> I just don't find passion in decorating. Like, because if I decorate, yeah. that also gathers dust, and I have a dust allergy, and so I'm just like, there's just more things that are trying to. And then me. you have to uh, feel the sadness of Christmas is over, and I have to do manual labor. Now I have to take them down. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But if I ever because at like, least setting them up, you're like age, you're fueled yeah. by like, ooh, this is so fun. It's That's Christmas why you time. have to do it early November. You get. Basically yeah. two full months of enjoying. I have like a labor. real problem where like as soon as Christmas morning is over, I'm like everybody stop. It's Christmas is over. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to see Christmas because everybody's like, oh, let's watch it. Like it's the day after. It's like let's watch Christmas. Day. No, no, yeah. Christmas is over. I don't want to yeah. be excited about Christmas anymore because it's done. Yeah. It's not here anymore. Yeah. No. We occasionally will have like a Christmas party on like the 26th or 27th. Always hated that. Yeah, it's, it's I done. hate that. We'll leave decorations it's up, false hope. most decorations up through New Year's, but like the 27th, 28th, like before New Year's, my outdoor lights aren't coming on anymore. Mm. It's done. And then by like the first or second week of January, everything's down. Mm. All of it. Because like, cause that's what I, some people are like, no, we don't decorate till Thanksgiving, but we leave it up through January. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so you're celebrating something that happened a month and a half ago? <laughs> yeah, that's way, that's way better than celebrating yeah. a month early. Because then people are just annoyed driving by. Yeah. You're just like, oh, Christmas isn't yeah. here anymore. It's people sad. are lazy. Yeah. Exactly. Versus right now, you might yeah. be like, oh, look at that guy. He's celebrating Christmas so early. Wow, he has spread joy into my heart. How dare he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Versus after, it's like, wow, way to remind me what happened a month ago and the joy I felt back then. I, you I'm, spiteful person. I'm typically not, I'm not super passionate about when you start celebrating Christmas, okay? I started in July. I know you did. <laughs> but I'm not super passionate. I'm not super passionate about it, like, where, like, you have to or you can't. Yeah. Like, I don't have a strong opinion on it. But I'm usually, like, a... I don't freak out over let's start celebrating early. I'm like, let's let Thanksgiving happen and stuff like Free that. Thanksgiving, man. Um, and Gabby and I walked into, I mean, this was like a while ago. Well, no, no, it wasn't. It was two weeks ago. We walked into Home Goods, Christmas decked out in Home yeah, Goods. Baby. Makes sense. People need to get their decorations early. Yeah. And I walked in, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready for this yet. I'm not I Because in my heart, I was so busy during fall. I've been so busy during fall that I haven't gotten to enjoy it, it feels like. So I feel like we were like four weeks into fall before I even realized it was fall time because I was like so busy. And so like I didn't even get, I don't even feel like I've been able to look at the leaves and like all this stuff. So I'm like, I'm not ready for Christmas yet because fall is still going on. But then we walked around for like two minutes and I was like, this is kind of fun though. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about Christmas. Fine. <laughs> Thanksgiving but, is just a day in the midst of Christmas celebration. There is a house near my old house. So it's on it's on Ford Ave. And they I mean, it's gotta be a hundred blow up penguins. Yes. Have you guys have you seen that house? I haven't seen that house. I've, I've seen, seen a lot of like, Is it Mr. Popper or uh <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> it's like name, you yeah. can't see their yard because it's so covered. Gabby and I drove by it the first year that we lived in our old house, and we were both like, What was that? And we like turned around and looked at it, and it was just like Hundreds of the same inflatable penguins. Awesome. It was awesome. I, I, I love whoever that is. That's some commitment. It was that so I can get much behind. fun. That power pill just had to be insane. A Clark Griswold actually. Like it was just, so. Just, the yeah. population of of penguins was unsafe. Like they were all deformed because they were so smushed together in his Hilarious. yard. It was awesome. In your Christmas movie celebration, do you watch Christmas Vacation? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a regular. That's also, usually Allen. the first one. We no, watch. that's Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks, yeah. I think about that as Christmas Vacation because they try to they go try on to vacation. go on a vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation, that's Chevy Chase. Yeah, where are you gonna put it? Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> that's a little rude. I don't know. I wasn't talking Margo. to you. <laughs> Why is the floor wet, Todd? Great movie. Cool. <laughs> Alright, should we uh, spin? What yeah, the spin the, the it's wheel. It's been 59 minutes and oh, 10 seconds. Beautiful timing. Wow. Pristine. Alright, predictions on the wheel. It's going to be Silas. Ooh. And it's okay. going to be Trevor. I don't think All right. I, the wheel hates Trevor. I think Trevor is for sure getting there. I'm, I think it's going to be... I think the Trevor wheel. Maybe be. I think the wheel can tell how much we love Trevor and it doesn't choose him out of spite. Well, it's spinning. 
Right. Let's let the and wheel speak for itself. It's going to be Trevor. Come on, oh, Trevor. Welcome, welcome come on, back, Trevor. One. Come on, Trevor. Take your shirt off. Take <laughs> Dang. Just me. And it will be... Wow. Two for two, Silas. baby. Silas, come wow. on. Wow, Silas Brad. And Trevor. That was impressive, Brad. Well played. Well played. Silas and Trevor. Let's do a fully shirtless podcast next time. Just <laughs> That's fine with me. I'm not on it. Yeah, yeah. Game on. <laughs> Love it. Fine by me. Hey, Everyone in agreement? Yeah. Majority yeah. rule. Yeah, yeah. Majority on this podcast rule. Oh, care. Everyone's good. Everyone's good. Uh, make sure you listen to audio next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What noise are we doing, Connor? Or did we, did we get rid of that? No, I don't think we got to do it every once in a while. Uh, I don't know. What you got, Hunter Chris? I think man? we do the noise of jingle bells. Sure. Yeah. No. Like no. Okay. Oh, okay. What were you going to say, Hunter? The noise <laughs> of you plugging your lights in and they don't work at your house. So you, you got the whole setup up and you're All ready right. to see it. All right. I got mine. Oh, dang. I should have got the warranty on these at Harbor Freight. <laughs> Oh, 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 frick! <laughs> that was it. I like Enjoy. it. I why why am I always one who has to fix all the bulbs? <laughs> all right. Probably more realistic. Here we go. Cohen, Eli, plug it in. <laughs> That's the banter. <laughs>